This is the song. So some people know it, some people don't. Uh, somebody who was on thought it was the theme song to Fat Albert, which it isn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is um, the singer's Shaka Khan. Okay. And the group is Rufus. And it's just like... Um, it's... Now you're a DJ. I like it. <laughs> it's got a cool kind of groove, it right? It does, yeah. Did, and you're from Australia. Yes. Is there any funk, like funky music happening in Australia? Um, or is the not, lack of black people really stopping that? From not happening? in the scene that I hang out in, no. <laughs> you didn't want to say it. I yeah. can say it. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. As my baseball coach used to say, mm, that team's got a lot of skill players. <laughs> he was the single, my, my, my baseball coach was the most casually racist, but in a really weird you heard that? Uh, shotgun. Okay, I think I do vaguely. Oh, it's so good. Hey, do you, you ever heard Parliament at all? No, I don't think so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send <laughs> you, you a bunch. Musically of educate me today. I'm gonna send you, but but you could also musically educate me. Probably. I think so. Is there? You would hope so. It's I would my think job. so. Well, you're a DJ. Well, how like when you? How deep is your? Uh, like your music library, like when you do you do you have something your go to stuff? Do you well? I mean, it depends. Like not if, not 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 when you're working. Oh, okay. So when house. I'm at home, yeah. Um, it's actually kind of my secret shame. I at home mostly listen to country music. Oh, I do too. I love country music. Tell me what you're listening to. Um, I am really into Rascal Flatts. Oh yeah. Um, Jason Aldean. Yeah. Chris, I, fucking love Chris Young right now, really, like going through a Chris Young phase. He's a, um, he's a Sam large, Hunt. It's, Chris Young is a large strapping man. Mm, so is Sam Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you do, I went and saw Zach Brown the other night at uh, oh, yeah. Forum, really good. Nice. Um, were you tempted at all? By the way, everybody, I kind of apologize, but not really. I'm going to be eating some food yeah, during this. Yeah, we have burrito bowls. Yeah, and it looks amazing. It looks really good. Um, were you tempted at all to go, you know, they have that huge music festival in Nashville Stagecoach? last weekend. Last weekend they had it in Nashville. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. even know about that. It's called CMA Fest. Every big country artist plays, and I don't know how much the tickets are, hmm. but it's a, it's a, it's bigger than Stagecoach. Okay. And they shut down, basically. They do it at Bridgestone Arena in wow. Nashville. Massive, massive, massive. What, what, like, what country song are you listening to right now? Hmm. Uh... <laughs> I really like Tomorrow by Chris Young. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad and like relatable lyrics. That's what I like about country. I feel like the lyrics, like, I mean, obviously not the ones that it's, you know, about like, oh, I lost my truck. Yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> the ones that like, I don't know, I find the lyrics like really kind of. Storytelling. Yeah, it is. And it's relatable. Do you, because you, when you DJ, you do a lot of, I'm assuming it's a lot of EDM stuff? Yeah, it's all EDM. How do you, because. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Up until three years ago, I was like, "That's not. They're not artists. They're replaying." But then so I my started. Dad tells me. <laughs> but you know what? I started to listen, and I was like, "Oh, I couldn't do that. Like you're, you're taking, you're making art by compiling shit together and things that sound good, and it's not easy." Yeah, it's funny because you know when you say you're a DJ, there's always these people who are like, "Oh, you just press play. Like you don't do anything. No. Um, you know, it's so easy." And I'm like. 
okay, well, if that's the case, you get up right now Mm -hmm. in front of a large crowd with this equipment and you fucking do it. No, and not only that. And I'm like, you couldn't do it. Like, How many people are at your shows? Um... It's always different. It depends on the size of the club. But say, so say you have, what's a good size? Like a couple of hundred. Okay, so you're in charge of making sure those hundred people who you've never met before, right? Mm-hmm. All have a good time to the same music. Mm-hmm. That's not easy to do. Yeah. I really, but so my question to you is, do you, okay, too. I'm assuming you consider yourself to be an artist of a kind, of, yes? I consider myself more of an entertainer than a musician. Oh. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I don't really have any musical training. I can't play any instruments. Um, Right. But I do understand, you know, music to the degree of DJing. Like, I understand, like, you know, beats and tempo and everything like that. So I get, you know, that side of things. But, and like, I I can DJ, obviously. Yeah. Um, But I guess I've always considered myself an entertainer because for me, it's more about my stage presence and... um, is that the you same know, for all DJs, you think? No, I think it's, I think, you know, I think it's different for everyone. Like, for me, it's it's more about entertaining people. That's what I love. I love being on stage. I love, you know, dancing around and getting the microphone and like, right. and I also love, you know, what comes after the show. Like, when I travel and I go and I play at a club, like, people will always message me on Instagram and be like, is there any way that, you know, I could meet you backstage? And I'm like, fuck backstage. Like, as soon as my show's (laughs) finished, I'm going to be down on the floor having shots with everyone. Are you? I love, like, that's, I guess, the thing I love about it is, you know, entertaining and being on stage and, like, making people have a good time and then getting down and, like, running around in the crowd and making friends with everyone. It's a party. It is, yeah. It's just, and that's kind of my favorite thing. But but (laughs) that, see, okay, because... I have read, like I did a bunch of reading up on DJs. Some DJs really consider themselves to be artists. Absolutely, and a lot of them are. Yes. Do you, so then you are, okay, because I read one guy, and I forget his name, who was talking about that he he truly does try to tell a story with the stuff that he puts together. Mm -hmm. But for you, it's less of a story and more of a ride. Yep. Yes? Yep, definitely. You want them to have, it's like going to... For you, it's like, they're at Six Flags. Let's go on the best fucking yeah, ride for we me, can it's, find. Yeah, for me, it's about having fun. Um, do you drink while you work? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, um, I find it difficult to be on stage if I'm not drinking. Like, because I still get really nervous. And um, Why do you get nervous? They're I don't there to know. see you, right? I'm just, yeah, but I, I think I'm just a very nervous person in a lot of aspects. Like, I get a lot, of, I get performance anxiety before every show. I'll always be like, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up. I, I want um, you to know, I've been doing stand up for a while. And the last thing I say to myself before I walk on stage every night is, Tonight's the night they find out I'm not that funny. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it fuels, it gives me energy. If yeah. I was like, I fucking got this. Exactly. I think I, it would be a shitty show. I think so too. I think that the nerves kind of, um, I think it's good. I think it's good if you're still nervous because that means you're excited. Yeah. It means you want to do a good job. And it's like, you know that you're kind of lucky to be in a position where you get to entertain people. So I think that kind of shows that you're not taking it for granted and you're like, okay, like I've, I've got to do this good. I can't, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll ever be someone who's going to walk out there like, yeah, I fucking got this. Like, you know what? I love the word you just used, which a lot of us don't remember enough is lucky. I, you know, I, I, you know, for in my gig, 
you have to show up early and you mm-hmm. you have to go like you maybe show up a day early and you have to do radio right and you have mm-hmm. to get up at five or six in the morning after a red eye and I know a lot of my friends are like that fucking I'm like if the worst part of your job is that you have to get up early and talk to somebody on the radio for ten minutes you've got a pretty good fucking job yeah absolutely <laughs> so I'm with you like that feeling I'm 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 so thankful that I get to do this. Yeah, same. That I never take it for granted. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And like people always, it's funny, I find I always get into conversations about it with Uber drivers because they always, you know, make small talk. So what do you do? And I say, I'm a DJ. And they're like, wow, that's so cool. Like, and they ask me questions. I'm going to start eating, Do you love it? Yeah, I think I will too. (laughs) Um, They're like, you know, do you love it? And I'm like, yeah, I really do. I think like, I I feel like I'm so lucky that I have a job that I genuinely love Mm -hmm. and I get paid to travel and like it's taken me all around the world and it's enabled me to move, you know, from Australia to here. So I'm like, how could I not be grateful that, you know, I get to do something so fun? I have, I have, okay, three questions just popped into my brain. You'll learn from me. I am all over the place. I am, uh, I my, I don't stay on one path very well. Neither do I. So okay, that's good, good. Um, <laughs> and so I'll jump around, and I'll probably sometimes I'll ask a question, and you'll give me part of an answer, and I'll we'll start talking about something else, and I'll get back to it. Okay, question number one. So you started doing this in Australia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, why? Two questions. Why come here to do it? And what's the? Is there a difference between DJing here and there? Is there a difference in the music? Is there a difference in the feel? And my third question is. And this, I just thought of, because you are a woman. You are an attractive woman. You're an attractive young woman. You're going to go into a crowd of people you don't know after your shows. For me, I'm never worried. Mm -hmm. Do you have, like, do you travel with a couple people? Do you, or do you literally walk down there after your show by yourself and just start drinking with the masses? Yeah. (laughs) You have balls of steel. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. In a nightclub, I just think... There's always security in a nightclub, and usually, um, I know sometimes when I do that, they'll, you know, send out security guards to escort me, but I actually don't like that because I think it makes you look very unapproachable. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to kind of be intimidated to come up to me. I want people to just be like, hey, she's cool, she's nice, like, you know, let's be friends with her because, and, you know, people do sometimes get... I guess they overstep the boundaries a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you sometimes will get a guy who, you know, tries to get a bit handsy when you're taking a photo, but I'm pretty good at standing up for myself. Tell me, yeah, by the way, I talked to you 15 minutes before the show and I already can tell you have no problems standing up for yourself. And you tell me the the instant you can, and I can tell you mine, where you really were like, this is the farthest over the line. Somebody's gone. I, I'll I'll tell you mine first. Okay, so you can yeah. Okay. Let me think. I had a woman. Um, this isn't, and this is not a person who I've had people try to grab my nuts and grab my ass. And I had one girl. Um, she literally, when she cupped my ass, she stuck her middle finger. She was trying to find the hole, and I was, it, it, I was like, "What is happening right now?" But that's not even it. This one girl, woman. She had to be mid between 40 and 50. She walked up to me and she put her hand on my shoulder, which was not a big thing. And then she touched my face and she rubbed her middle two fingers under my nose. 
she had put Oh, I see where this is going. Ew. She had put her fingers on her pussy Ew. and did like an eighth grade smell my finger move to me. That's uh, with her horrible. own vagina. And I was like, she was like, Do you smell that? I'm like, Yes. Unfortunately, I will smell that now because it's in my mustache for the rest oh my God, of ew. this meet and greet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This I had to go in the back after and scrub because you know when you get a smell in your nose mm-hmm. that doesn't go away? It was like in my mustache. What is wrong with people? <laughs> is that insane? That's but I asked her. Insane. I said, just out of curiosity, what did you think that what did you think that move was gonna get you? Like, like, what, what did you think I was going to smell your fingers and be like, I have got to fuck you right now? Like, what? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like a real life extension of guys sending me dick pics. Because I oh, yeah. say the same thing when guys send me a picture of their dick. I'm like, what am I meant to do with this? Yeah. Like, do you think that I'm going to look at this and be like, man, that is a nice dick. I am going to go wherever <laughs> this guy is and fuck him right now. Like, that doesn't happen. No. Like, because the dick is usually attached to a dick. It's women don't care about dicks. That's the thing that men need to realize. We don't care about dicks unless that dick is attached yes. to someone that we actually like. Yes. But the dick itself okay. is irrelevant. Like we don't just look at dicks and be like, mm, "Yeah, I like that dick." Yeah. You know, we don't we don't do that. <laughs> the dick has to be attached to someone that we like. <laughs> That, that is true, because nobody's ever looked at a picture of a dick and been like, that's a great picture. You no, know what? never. I'm going to put that picture. That's going to be my screensaver, that mm, dick. That, I'm going I'm to put that picture nice. up. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that picture of that dick up on my wall. Nobody's ever said that. And so, but I'm with you. Like, it is always funny to me what people think. I was telling you earlier about that guy who sends me a picture of his asshole on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he and I had kind of a banter now because it's funny and... Whenever he sends me the picture, and it's clearly on timer, and it's a clear asshole shot. So my first question is always, how many picture, how many pictures did that take? And he'll send me back some. The 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 highest number was nineteen. Took him nineteen shots to get the one he wanted. That's not bad. You know what? I appreciated the dedication. It actually usually takes me longer than that to get a good selfie. So yeah, well, to get Mm. he's got some asshole pick. Uh, but he's got some research and he's mm. done his hard work. But I told him, well, hats I, off to him because that's impressive. yeah. And I, mm. I, I, you know what? As as somebody who's receiving the dick pics, I appreciate that he's putting time in. Mm. I, I mean, the ass pics. I appreciate he's putting time in and really and putting his effort in there. What? Tell me. So tell me what the worst is for you. You think? Hmm. And was it? I don't want. Mm, do I want worse? Scary. I don't know. Tell me what you think is the worst. Um, I'm trying to the think. The most egregious. There's definitely been... There was one time um, <clears throat> before I moved here and I was I was visiting LA and I tweeted something about that I was going to go shopping in... I was like staying in Hollywood and I tweeted something, just a mindless tweet without thinking, saying I was going to go shopping at Sephora... I was going to go to Har- uh, I was going to go to Hollywood and Highland or something to get some more stuff from Sephora before I went home. And I got there <clears throat> and this guy started following me around the store and he was like, "Are you Laura?" and I was oh, like, "Yeah." Fuck. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I saw your tweet, so I left work and I came to meet you here." And I was like, mm. "Um, 
why? And he was like, well, I've been waiting outside for you for like an hour. And oh, I'm, fuck. I'm like, I left work. And I was like, okay. And then scary. he didn't say anything. He just followed me around Sephora. And I ended up having to like speak to um, one of the women working there. And I was like, hey, this guy's following me. And they had him removed from the store. And then... Um, even though my hotel was actually walking distance to where I was staying, I didn't yeah. want like I didn't know if he was still around, so I ended up getting into an Uber to get them to take me back. That's scary. Because I was like, I don't want him seeing me and like following me down the street or anything. I I I say it a, a thousand times. That's the difference between your unwarranted advan unwanted advances and mine. Yep. Mine is that if a woman showed up, I would be like, this is annoying mm -hmm. and it's an inconvenience but i would never feel like i couldn't walk out of that mm -hmm. building yep i couldn't walk out of that building and so that is a, the major difference but, but do you find what okay who is the major culprit with the dick pics white bros um is there an age range no, there's not. Oh. Honestly, <laughs> it crosses it just, all of them. It, it's, you can't even stereotype because all types of men do it. And I get it from, you know, I get it from guys in other countries. Um, oh, you get, get the a, international dick? I get a lot of international dick. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, you get a lot of dick that comes out of the Middle East. You get a lot of Middle East dick? Mm, a lot of Middle East dick. I wasn't expecting Middle East dick. Really? No, because they're not supposed to do that. That's one of the things that they're not supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, but a lot of those countries aren't really known for their, you know, respect of women. Yeah, that's true. So I think... Um, Is the Middle East dick generally... Um, is it a hairier situation? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, um, but no, they come from they come from all kinds. Does your dad? Because I know, if my daughter if that was happening, to my daughter, I would have to, con I would have to contain myself so I didn't take a baseball bat to many people's houses and faces. Yeah, my parents are very aware that it happens. Um, because I don't know if you saw that viral article that was on BuzzFeed that my friend and I did. Yes. Like uh, three I months to, ago. I or wanted something. to get into you about that. So you have started shaming people. Yeah. Tell everybody what you so, did. Um, it actually, like, I started it um, maybe two years ago, I think. Um, and initially, I just did it because it was funny. Tell everybody what, what you're doing. So basically, the first time, I think the first time that it happened, this guy sent me a dick pic along with some disgusting fucking explicit text message, like in my Instagram DM. And I went to his profile to block him. And then I realized that all of his pictures were with a girl and talking about how much he loved her and everything. And I was like, damn, like if that was my boyfriend, I'd want to fucking know that he was behaving like that yeah. towards women on the internet. So I ended up looking up this guy's, because he had his full name um, displayed on his profile. So I ended up looking him up on Facebook. And then through that, I was able to see that he was in a relationship with this girl. So I sent her a screenshot of the message that he'd sent me. I actually blurred the dick out. I never, ever forward the actual dick pics themselves. Um, because so they've seen them. I just, I just don't think that's... Right. I think that makes me as bad as them. Mm -hmm. So I censor it. And then I sent her a screenshot um, with still the text that he'd sent me attached. And I said, hey, I'm really sorry to um, be the bearer of bad news, but 
this is how your boyfriend is behaving to women on the internet. So I just, if I was in your position, I would want to know. So I'm just letting you know. What are the responses you get from women? Are they varied? Are some it's people varied. mad at you? Yeah, it's varied. Um, Why would they be mad at you? Like, I don't know. What When they say, when their response is angry, what is it? Are they blaming you for things you wear? Are they? I feel like... I feel like maybe a lot of the time when they when they get told stuff like that, then it's possible that there was already problems in the relationship mm-hmm. and they probably already knew that he was kind of a fuckboy. So, and they're just not ready to deal with it. So it's, it's a good t-shirt like, though, by the way. I'm kind of a fuckboy. Kind boy. of a fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I'm yeah. such a fuckboy. Like all the time. I do so many things where I'm just like, wow. Like I, I complain about fuckboys all the time and then I kind of- They're go, rubbing oh, off on no, you. No, I actually am one. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so the women who get mad at you, what do they say? Well, you shouldn't have been, or what kind of mad are they? Um, it's, you know, like, oh, fuck off slut, things like that. Like, So they're blaming you? It's, yeah. It's which always, is the crazy thing, right? It always right? comes back to calling me the slut and the whore, and I'm like, I was just you know, scrolling through my inbox. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to read my messages. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what, your parents, because I know, because what you're doing, say you broke up a relationship, mm-hmm. you can have a couple of angry individuals. Well, it's, I actually um, have very much fallen back from doing this since I moved to America. Why? Um, because I didn't feel safe. So What was the difference between here and there feeling safe? Because most of the messages were from guys here. Oh, I, and, and by the way, it's a fucking shame because to me, you're. And when I read the article, the first thing I thought was, "Oh, she's got to have fucking huge balls to do this," mm-hmm. because you're, you are, clearly you're dealing with somebody who's misogynistic as is, mm-hmm. right? So, and clearly you're dealing with somebody who looks at you as an object, as is. Yep. So when you do something to anger that person. Mm-hmm. That isn't going to change their idea of you. No, right? exactly. So, so did your parents say to you, "This makes me nervous" or anything like that? Um, who's your partner? Who's doing it with you? Emily. Right. Yeah. So she's been my, one of my best friends for about seven years. Um, she's, she's Australian here? as well. Is she here? Um, yeah, she lives here too. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It kind of, yeah, so it started on my Facebook and I was doing it. And I was also sending funny responses. Like um, it just kind of became a known thing that I would send back really funny shit to guys right. when they would. Sometimes I wouldn't actually even contact the family. Sometimes if they sent it to me, I would find their mother on Facebook, no. screenshot her profile picture or screenshot her profile and then send the picture of their mom's profile back to them and just be like, how's Cindy going to feel when she finds out how you're behaving? (laughs) And I never actually contacted them. I would just scare the shit out of them. I, by the way, I love that. It was pretty funny. Was it funny? You, had, <laughs> yeah. you must have had a good it time, right? It was really funny. And the reason I started it was because, like, every time I would post these screenshots on Facebook, all my friends would be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it kind of became, like, this infamous folder on my yeah. Facebook. It's called the Fuckboy Archives. And it's, like, this infamous folder on my Facebook of all this funny shit that I've said to guys who have sent me dick pics. And then You should make a coffee table book. That's what everyone tells me. Like, everyone's like, you need to make a book out of this because it's really good. I'm not even, I don't even know if you should blur the dicks. Hmm. 
I think there's probably illegality. Oh, that's true. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. Mm. <laughs> you're pro- I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, because yeah. the whole revenge porn thing, I yeah. mean, even though that was, you know, different circumstances. And, you know, we actually had people compare what we were doing to revenge porn. Not either. And I was like, I was like, that's so off- like so offensive because revenge porn is men sending out pictures of women that and they've asked for, yeah. you know, and have it was consensual consent in a consensual setting i'm not sending these dick pics to anyone i'm just saying hey this is what these people are doing like. yeah but and it's also again i go back to if it was my daughter i would be i would be scared for her mm-hmm. so okay so you moved here and you were like this is not going to be a good move for me yeah once i moved here i kind of really fell back on um, there's been a few times since I moved here that I have reached out and contacted people. Um, we got to think of a good name for your book. Mm, one what? in particular was I actually got sent a jerk off video by a 12 year old. No, you yeah, did so there's, not. There's like kids doing this shit. Wait, I'm more surprised that he's jerking off already. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. I'm an involuntary viewer of child pornography, which is pretty distressing. Like that's some day ruining bullshit. Oh, day. Yeah. It's like. How much did you drink that night? Oh, it's like, it's actually really <laughs> traumatic. I'm like, wow, I really didn't want to see a minor jerking off today. No, but so... I'll watch it again just to make sure. <laughs> um, so I actually ended up contacting this kid's mum. I found yes. her on Facebook and I said, I'm just letting you know that your son can actually be charged with distribution of child pornography under laws and he can end up, like, if I was to press charge or to go to the police with this, it's possible that he could end up on the registered sex offenders list because he's sending out child pornography even though he's a minor himself. So I was like, okay, well, what did his mom mother, say? she blocked me. She blocked you? She blocked me. She didn't even respond and she blocked me. And I was like, no, fuck this. So I ended up, I went like real fucking FBI styles on this kid. I found his school. No, you didn't. (laughs) And I contacted, I actually called the school um, and had a phone conversation with his headmaster. And I didn't say his name. I didn't tell them um, who it was. I just said, um, one of your students has sent me this. And I was like, I think that you need to make your students very aware of the potential ramifications of what they're doing. Because this kid had sent the video to me and 20 other accounts. Did you ever, and I'm sure you didn't, ever see a movie called Porky's? Yes. You saw Porky's? Yeah. So at that school, that later that day, there was that scene where they tried to identify the dick. Mm-hmm. Right? And they had the police sketch artist in there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. That's basically what happened. The, is that the headmaster lined up 20 people <laughs> and he was like all right and he just looked at the video he's like that's not the dick <laughs> that's not the dick at 12 years old mm. i listen at 12 years old I, if i if i was masturbating which maybe aaron were you masturbating at 12 yes <laughs> but were you masturbating i because, was just now sorry because, be, because i think when i was my early masturbation stuff was just me completely discovering my dick. I wasn't like, I wasn't even thinking about other people, if that makes sense. I was just like, oh, this is my dick. Yeah, Yeah. you certainly weren't trying to show it to random women that you've never met. No. No, but it wasn't even, women weren't in my brain at 12 Mm. years old. I was just like, this feeling is great. This is between me and my little buddy. 
and I'm not going to bring anybody else into that. And I don't think I really started to fantasize about women until I was like, because when you're 12 and you jerk off, nothing really comes out. It's a great mm. feeling, mm. but it's like, a, ooh, that was nice, but there's nothing really comes mm. out. But you can do it like 30 times in a row. Ooh, that was great. Oh, that was nice. Ooh, that was great. And no can match. Can I just say, this is the second podcast in a row that I've done where I've ended up talking about masturbation. Okay, we're going to get off of that. We're going to get off of that. We're going to get off Um... Yeah, when I was 12, I was like, um, I was rollerblading and listening to the Backstreet Boys. Like, yeah. wasn't being a sexual predator. Tell me something. So you grew up in Australia. Mm-hmm. Big town, small town? The smallest town. Smallest town. Mm-hmm. Were you a tomboy growing up? Um, Not really. And what did your mom and dad do? Um, My dad was basically, I guess, kind of like the equivalent of the mayor. Of the mayor? The equivalent of the mayor. So it was a small town. So It had a population of 50 people. 50 people? Not 50,000, 50. Okay, so... N- we legitimately had kangaroos hopping down the streets. No! Like, it was the Australian stereotype. It was about five hours out of a major city, and um, the How- only thing that ever happened there was the uh, major rodeo once a year. How big was your school? 11 students. So those 11 students went to kindergarten through graduating from high school? Um, the school only was... It was only... Um, Elementary. And so, elementary, and then, 11? Yeah, and 11. then we would have to go to, um, we'd have to catch the bus down to another um, slightly bigger town. How big a town? 200 people. 400. <laughs> okay, wait, you had 11 students in your elementary school? Yeah, I actually only went there. I was... Um, How many people were in your class? It was just one class. Wait, so they taught all ages in the same class? Yeah, it was, yeah. I only went there for like, I think one semester because my parents just didn't think it was healthy for me. Yeah, you think? Um, <laughs> we moved up there when I was eight, I think. Why? My dad's job. So when I was born, my dad was studying. Um, and then, so when you work in politics and government stuff, it's like, you have to start small and you work yeah. your way up. <laughs> yeah, so you work yeah. your way up to, you start in like the small rural towns and then you work your way up into yeah. bigger towns. Um, so yeah, my dad got the job up there and we moved up there when I was eight. So I actually, I was there from eight till 12 and then from 12 till 16, I was in the town with 400 that was like 30 minutes away. Tell me the virtues you think that you get out of growing up in a town that size. What do you, like uh, you and I had completely different upbringing. Mm -hmm. What do you think the, like of who you are now the positives you get from that? Um, Honestly, it's weird because at the time it really sucked, but now Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful for it. So it's like, um, like I got bullied a lot because I was different and, you know, we'd come from close to the city and How are you different? Well, everyone up there was like really, really extremist Catholic. Got it. So, and we weren't religious at all. Like I'm, my family's atheist. And Um, so how did your dad get put in charge of that town with that so did they not like him for that i don't really know i was probably too young to really um understand that but um yeah so it was um you know we got bullied a lot for not going to church and stuff like that um and i was i've always been a bit weird like i've always been eccentric and i've always been you know just liked things slightly different i guess which is fine now and i don't think in today's day and age i'm weird or anything but no in LA you're one of us normal (laughs) um but like back then I was I was weird and um I think like the thing that I've taken from it the most is I did very much learn to just be myself and I was always non-conformist and I'm really glad because it's kind of 
I think it's taught me to stand up for myself, like, and just be myself and not really give a fuck about what people think. No, I will tell you, you know, just from, like I said, we now have known each other for 45 minutes <laughs> and you have a, a quiet confidence. You do have a quiet confidence. Yeah, I... But do you, so, so do you, like, do you attribute that to growing up in a small town or do you attribute that to being in a small town and being the outlier of that small town and just kind of owning that i think so i think so and i think the other thing that i'm really grateful for is it's taught me not to judge people and not to bully Mm -hmm. because i went through so much shit where i did get bullied really badly and high school too yeah pretty much but weren't you in high school i'm assuming you were as attractive i was not cute in high school so you didn't even get you didn't get those points Mm-mm. no not at all um so, i had braces and i was i mean i probably wasn't as ugly as i thought i was but um i was weird so <laughs> so how many people in that high school um i mean if it's a town of 400 it can't be more than like 30, 40 people, right? Yeah, it wasn't a lot. I can't remember. This school went from, it was like from kindergarten to senior year. So it was the whole thing. So is there, I mean, if you date one person in that high school, you've basically... I didn't really date anyone. No. (laughs) So... No, so, right? Because there's not a lot of choices. Yeah. So what were you doing in high school? Like, what, what was your thing? Because you went from high school to modeling. Were you modeling in high school? God, no. So what were you doing in high school? What was your thing? When I was you say a swimmer. You, really? Yeah, I was a pretty good competitive swimmer. Well, how did you, because to say that you didn't conform, how did you, how did that happen? Like, how did you express yourself with what you wore and your hair? And- um, I was like a, I was like an inner goth. My parents wouldn't let me dress goth, but I really wanted right. to. I listened to Marilyn Manson and, you know, would always call myself a goth in chat rooms on the internet, but <laughs> <laughs> my mum and dad wanted no part of it. I remember once I, like, tried to go out dressed in some kind of goth outfit and they were just like, you look ridiculous, take that off right now. Where do you get a goth so, outfit in a town of 50 people? I legitimately don't even know where I got that outfit from. I mean, it's thinking ta- back I mean, on it. hot topic, obviously. Yeah, there's a hot topic in, in <laughs> yeah, the town of 50 people. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, so in a town of 50 people, people what do you what's your store situation there's no mcdonald's uh no um there is just one like mini mart that's it yeah no and the town had 15 houses so it had um there was a pub and because every australian town has a pub um (laughs) (laughs) because we talked earlier that compared to australians americans are drinking churches three churches three churches for 50 people Mm -hmm. holy shit yep and that was yeah three churches um and then there was a mechanic Uh uh-huh just like a little and that was just someone shared it was just like the local it was just somebody's house yeah what about a restaurant no. <laughs> no restaurant? No. So you couldn't go out to eat? Um, I think the pub served meals yeah. sometimes, but they weren't very good. It was just... What are the... Da- <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I didn't grow up in a huge town. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, for me, what I thought the benefits... And I grew up in a... It was a lot of colleges. There were five colleges in my town, which, which made it a little... Like, my town was... Even in a time when it, progressive wasn't a thing... My town was very progressive because there was just a lot of, I find where there's a lot of schools 
it's just a little more forgiving about everything. Mm -hmm. So in the town that I grew up in, um, it was, I mean, it was small, but it was so inclusive and so progressive. Like I really, I'm with you. When I, when I was growing up, I was like, I did, this is the fucking worst place to grow up. Looking back, Amherst, Massachusetts, I can't, if I could have had my kids grow up in that same environment, I would have, because it's not like we weren't partying. You know, I, there was colleges there. I did my first acid there. I did my first, um, mushrooms there at the college, but it was like a safe place and and you were safe to express yourself. You know, I went through a break dancing stage. You know, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was J Love. I can pop and lock with the best of them. Mm-hmm. But it was like okay, and 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 my friends were black, and it was okay. Like mm-hmm. there were no, it wasn't like a thing. Yep. Where you grew up, it was small, not progressive, not at all. Like it was. I mean, you know how you see those movies where it's like those, you know, redneck. Fam- yeah. like redneck inbred families and they're like I hate the homosexuals like yeah. that's what it was like it was really really like rural isolated like these people had lived in this town for generations and they had never left and they would date people from neighboring towns or neighboring like I guess uh you'd call it like a ranch yeah here so wait so that but it ex- okay now who you are uh, it explains a lot to me because you continued to express yourself even when you knew that you were going to get shit for it, mm-hmm. which explains also why you were the one to start sending out those dick pics mm-hmm. because that has never been an issue for you. You standing up for yourself mm-hmm. or you being you has never been an issue for you mm-hmm. because you learned early on, I this is just what I have to do to be me. Yep. Okay, that's because so so a tough lesson to learn growing up, but now better. Yeah, it's like it was it sucked when I was growing up, but I am yeah, I'm grateful for it now. Let's talk about the kangaroos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just a, a, a ignorant American guy. They're mm-hmm. hopping through the streets. Mhm. Like are they like squirrels? They'll eat out of your hand? No. Dangerous. Yeah, kangaroos can be pretty fucking scary. Punch in the face? They don't punch. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, a kangaroo is not going to come up and attack you. Right. Like, they're not out to get you or anything. Um, They're actually more scary because they're kind of like deer. Yes. So it's like um, when you're driving at night, they will jump out because they're attracted to the light. And they've built, like, a fucking sack of bricks. <laughs> so if you hit one, like, people die from hitting kangaroos. It will total your car. So it's like, I just remember being a kid and constantly being scared when I was in the car at night because I was, like, always just alert, like, you know, we're going to How fast they move? Pretty fast? Really fast, yeah. Do they go through your garbage, shit like that? No. That's not what they do. Mm-mm. So they don't really come around your shit at all? No, I mean, when I say they would hop down our streets, that was rare. It's not right. like there was just kangaroos. But, I mean... There was um, there was a lot of kangaroos in the area. Spiders and snakes? Oh, my God. Spiders fucking everywhere. Oh, I fucking I hate spiders. I hate spiders. Give me a good spider story. How oh, bi- my how God. Big? Okay, so we have this spider called a huntsman spider. They can't actually... By the way, just by the name, I'm not going to Yeah, lie. I know. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It fucks. Yeah. These things, like, they are, they're, like, actually the fucking spawn of Satan. Are they big? They're huge. And they can't actually, they're not venomous to humans. Like, if they bite you, it'll fucking hurt. Right. But they're not. Like, they can't kill you. But they look so gross. They're, like, this fucking big. Oh, no. That's, like, 
That's and they're like just a that's an average house spider. Wait, they're in your fucking they're house? In your house? No, fuck that. Yeah, it's they're in not your house? fucking cool. No. So because here's the thing. If they're in your house, I want you everyone to listen. If a spider's in your house, roach is in your house, whatever's in your house, it's crawling on you when you're sleeping. A hundred percent chance you have whatever's in your house has been crawling on you when you're sleeping. Okay. When we were kids. Do you know my buddy woke up with a fucking cockroach in his ear? Ew. He had to go to the hospital. He woke up, he was scratching, scratching. Oh my God. Yeah, he was, okay. He, and then, okay. That's horrifying. When he was a kid and then his, <laughs> and then his mother had him sleep with a stocking on his head. <laughs> So he slept. He slept with out of fear. He slept with a fucking stocking oh on his God. head. But he, but but he said that he could just feel it burrowing. Fuck that. Yeah. So there was one time when I was about fifteen. Um, I was home alone and I was sitting on the couch and I was kind of sitting like this with like my leg up, right. and this um, fucking giant huntsman fell off the roof onto my bare leg and it was like this big and it was just crawling up and down my bare leg and it was doing that thing like fucking waving its arms around and I was like why does it do this like a fucking spider monkey it's fucking gross oh my god thing and then I'm like paralyzed like 15 and then it I just didn't move and then it went ran down the side of the couch and I fucking ran outside and I sat on the back porch crying until my dad got home and he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, a spider went on me and I would not go back inside the house until he showed me its corpse. Uh, I was like, I, that thing needs to fucking die or I'm not I don't blame you. back in this house. I don't again. blame you. First of all, I don't know why it's waving his arms. Oh, like they do that. Fucking... It's gross. They just fucking... It does that? Yeah, I think it's oh. how they like smell things or something. They like... I'm so creeped out right now. Listen. Do you want to see a picture of one? Yes. Okay. So, this so why didn't you freak out? Because here's another thing. I don't know. You you do you react well under pressure situations? I think I was just kind of petrified. Yeah, frozen. I was frozen because I don't like these fucking things at all. So I was just I was frozen. Like, do you, have you ever been bit by one? I've never been bit by a huntsman, but I've been bitten by a white tail before. A what? A white tail spider. So they're smaller. They're only like this big. Uh-huh, like but um, they're like they actually make your flesh rot if you don't get it quickly. So when I was about probably seven, I got bit on the back of my leg by one, and like my whole leg. Oh god! Even looking at pictures, fucking. What spider. do you mean? So so, it's a poisonous spider. Yeah, it's really gross. How long do you have? Because you're not close, by the way. In okay. your town of 50 people, you're not fucking close to Well, anything. no, see, this was when I was still closer to the city. Okay. I was like when I was really little. When you live in Australia. Is it is it not if you get bit by a spider? It's just a matter of when and what spider it is. Because Probably, there's, yeah. there's, a sh- there's a lot of spiders. Yes? Are you ready to see the huntsman? I don't think so. Okay. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> That's a house spider. <laughs> That's a house spider? Not my house. Fuck that. Yeah. So they can't kill you. Like they're not venomous, but they. It doesn't fucking. No, it doesn't fucking matter. It's bigger. It's 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 so big. The legs are coming out of this grown man's palm. Here's my thing. Even if it didn't kill me, I'm dying of a heart attack when it falls on my leg. Thing on you. Can I tell you, if that had fallen on my leg, Laura, I would have jazz handed. (laughs) I would have screamed like a fucking three year old, and I would have. Do you know, like in the cartoon where they in the air and their feet run like this? Uh-huh. Before they go anywhere, 
That's what I would have done. I just was frozen until it ran away, like down the side of the couch, and then I was just fucking out of there. How like, long did you? You know when you when something gets on your skin, and then you can feel it on your skin for like a day. Uh, it was. How yeah, long did you feel that on your leg? Probably like a week of fucking traumatizing. <laughs> I was like, seriously considering amputation at this point yeah. because like this thing fucking touched me. Um, so those are in people's houses. Yeah, they're really common. When we were kids, my parents used to call them Elmo because they were trying to make us not scared of them. Did it did not work? Well, no, I actually wasn't too scared of them when I was really little. But then when they started like you know invading my personal space, I like your leg. Yeah, I had more of an issue with them then. I have to tell you, I don't know what I. I've only been to Australia once. And I went because um, when I was on Chelsea lately, we went and filmed for a week there mm -hmm. in Sydney. And um, the guy even at the hotel said, hey, if you see a spider, don't freak out. And I was like, whoa. As we were checking in, I was like, this is not what you should be telling me <laughs> when I check in. I said, he goes, what do you mean? He goes, look, look we do our best. And that's what he said. We do our best. And <laughs> wow. But he said, they're everywhere here. They're mm -hmm. everywhere. So we can only, he said, basically, and I, and I equate it to, look, I've worked in a zillion restaurants. And I don't care what a restaurant says when they go, there are no roaches here. They're lying. Mm -hmm. It's a building. The building with the food in it and the trash has roaches. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the story. So it's just a matter of how much you can control it. Mm -hmm. I, oh my God. <laughs> I worked in a diner once where I saw a dude serve a dead cockroach. I couldn't believe it. He was my boss. I was 14. Oh, my God. How old were you when you get your first job? Did you work early? Um, I think when I was about 17, I was working in a bakery briefly. Yeah. So, you know, when you work around food, you, there are some times where you got to make some choices where, mm -hmm. like, if something dropped on the ground, you're like, mm. Mm hmm. You got to make a couple choices every now and then. This dude chose... To serve a dead cockroach. Wow. In a in a salad. Wow. And so and he was the owner, so I didn't say anything. I was fourteen. <laughs> like, well, and your loss. <laughs> you know what he said? You know what he said to me? And it, it was it had been chopped. So he was like, you know what? It's chopped. Uh, it would do more damage if I told him. I go, are you sure it would do more damage? Because maybe he just liked it that you were honest instead of serving him. I go, the damage is gonna be if he finds a fucking chopped up cockroach yeah finds like a stray leg or something he did not wow he did not he, it was did you like sit and watch the guy eat it no i i i went down i would have been gagging okay the in 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 the downstairs there was a couple that worked at this was the gas lamp diner there was a couple jim what's his last name i forget jim and his girlfriend worked at the diner and they would go down into the, whatever, the closet where they kept all the food after the rush, and they would have sex. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of gross things happening around the food. Very hygienic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I saw, working at a restaurant, nothing will talk you out of eating out at restaurants more than working at a fucking restaurant. Mm -hmm. Working, it's just seeing because... Even bartending, I bartended forever and ever mm -hmm. and ever. And I would look at how they wash the glasses. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's plastic and a straw for me from now on. Yeah. Like, I don't, so, and they, they, do you want to use, do you want any ice? No, I don't want any fucking ice either. Uh, uh, uh. I've seen too much. Right. To ever go back. Mm -hmm. We, I worked for a guy who was a 
horrible coke guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was great at doing coke. Don't get me wrong. He was actually really good at that. Mm-hmm. He was just horrible when he did his coke. But, oh, my, I can't believe him. <laughs> that he would, if he, if there was a guy that he didn't, somebody he didn't like, or, you know, he had to, every now and then there was a table that would come in and he didn't like him, but he had to pretend to like him. He'd go back in the kitchen, just take out a couple pubes, just Ew. sprinkle them in the food. Yeah, you've got to wonder how many times that happens. It's. I feel like there's probably a lot of like disgruntled McDonald's employees yeah. that are like pulling that shit, <laughs> fucking, you know, at least a couple of times yeah, a day. A day. So. A day. Mm. Okay. So you let's get out of the spider because I I can't. I don't know if I can talk about it. Oh, yeah, it's traumatic. How about snake? <laughs> um. Because <clears throat> you got some big gnarly snakes there too. Yeah. So we actually and I mean the spiders are gross. But the snakes were scarier. Like, and I actually love snakes. Like, I've always wanted to have a pet snake. So snakes themselves, I'm not like someone who sees a snake and freaks out. Right. But up there, snakes are fucking terrifying. They're gnarly, right? Yeah. So um, there's one called a king brown snake. And that can get... That was my nickname in high school. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) What do you think about that one? How did I do? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I had to get that in before somebody else I know. Someone was going to tweet it. Okay. (laughs) Um, By the way, I'm trying to replace "that's what she said" with "that's was my nickname in high school." I like it. Yeah, so you can it can it can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start using. Yeah, that. it can fit yeah. for anything. Yeah, that was I'm my nickname in high school because add that to the vocab. Yeah, because <laughs> even if it doesn't make sense, you're like, well, that's a, that's a hard couch. That was my nickname <laughs> in high school. And you're like, that kind of kind of makes sense, but not really. Do you know what I mean? Um, have you had an encounter with a deadly one? <clears throat> um, several. And they so, were everywhere. In the wild. Mm, they were everywhere. Are they aggressive? Um, they're more scared of you than they are. Than, like, they, they aren't going to go out of their way to attack you. Yeah. But they will attack if you don't, if, you're, if they feel threatened by you. Do you know what? I, I, and I used to, uh, I did a show on Discovery. Are you familiar with a show called Naked and Afraid? Mm-hmm. Okay. They did an after show called Naked After Dark. And I, would, I talked to the people who were on the show. Mm-hmm. It was a fascinating show. Mm-hmm. And to talk to those people. I, by the way, do you think you could do that? I'm kind of a pussy. Me? Yeah, kind of. I'm a little bitch. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't like my bare asshole in the dirt. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that? I know that seems like that you could get around that. Yeah, I mm. guess. But the bare asshole on anything mm-hmm. besides my underwear or pants, mm. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. Because it's a hole. Like, I don't know what's going, what's happening. <laughs> Do you know, I don't know who decides they want to run for cover. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I don't want them running for cover <laughs> in, my, in my little hut, you know? Yep. Um, but I talked to a guy, a snake guy, who said, um, when you're walking through the woods <coughs> or the forest or the jungle, as far as snakes go, he goes, you either want to be first or second, but you don't want to be third. And I said, why? He goes, okay, if you step on the snake, whether you're first, second, third, it's going to bite you. However, <clears throat> if you're stepping near a snake, so the first person through startles it. Mm-hmm. The second person through gets whatever its warning sign is. Mm-hmm. And the third person through gets bit. Okay. And I said, I was like, really? He goes, yeah. And I said, so on the naked and afraid shoots, he goes, oh, the new people go third because... They don't know any better. <laughs> and he said, everybody I've ever seen bit, if you didn't step directly on the snake, wow. was either third or fourth. Huh. Not fifth, because if by fifth... It's either probably run away by it's that It's probably point, run away. Or it's bit someone. Yeah. Yep. 
And I was like, that is yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah. I said, so what if everybody knows what's going on? And they go, well, it's just a bunch of groups of two because nobody wants wow. to be third. But it, 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 yeah, that's really interesting. It's it's a good piece of information to have too. Yeah, I mean, where I lived, um, is it a wide open flat space? Can you give me a little bit of a? Yeah, it's um, it's it's kind of hilly, but it's very dry. So it's very very um, like let's see if I can find a picture like to give you an idea of like what we're dealing with. Okay. Uh, oh god, this fucking spider. Um. So when you if you. What kind of snake did you encounter? How so, close did it come? And did you run like a motherfucker? Yeah, I mean, I've had multiple encounters with king browns. Um, How big are those? Those are big snakes, they right? They up to over six foot. Oh, jeez. They're huge. Um, I mean, that's a big one. They're not generally that big, but yeah. they can get up to that big. Um, the thing with a king brown is because if you did get bit by one up there, you pretty fucked because you can't very get very venomous and the closest hospital is about 35 minutes away the closest hospital from you in your town did you have a doctor in your town no oh shit so what ha what what happened just hope that you don't get bit by a snake <laughs> <laughs> or move closer hope to a doctor <laughs> what did you guys do so if there was an emergency or just drive really fast oh my with your fingers crossed i mean when you google the town that's the kind of shit that comes up well, that is like a post office and a couple churches. Yep. And those guys. And some guys in cowboy hats. Those are the exact <laughs> guys that I thought would be there. Ten-gallon cowboy hats. Wow. Um, are you, do you ever, do your parents still live there? No. Where do they live now? They live in Adelaide. Do you like going home? I love going home. I'm really close to my family. So. Um, I can, by the way, I would have guessed that too. Yeah. I think the quiet confidence that we're talking about. I think a common denominator in that is a good family. Yeah, my, like... Um, Your brothers and sisters? I've got two brothers. And were they older or younger? Younger. And so when you were growing up, they were in that tiny little town too? Yeah. Did they have a better time than you did? Um, uh, the first town, not so much. Um, I mean, the youngest one was an infant when right. we were up there. He was like uh, one when we moved up there. So he never really kind of copped the full force of that town. We'd moved away from there before. Right. Um, and then the middle brother, um, by the time we got to the next town, he is naturally, like he's a naturally gifted athlete. So, and he's, he plays soccer, rugby. Uh, no, he played, uh, football, like Australian football. Um, and he by also the way, played the tennis. toughest sport in the world is that Australia. Oh, seriously. They're fucking hardcore. Holy fuck. I watched some, I watched some clips of that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like the most fun sport to watch. It's, it's like, it's like if boxing and rugby get together. Mm-hmm. Because and they don't wear any padding. No! They just fucking like big beefy motherfuckers. Hmm. Their legs are like Yeah, they're very lean, athletic, but they're very legs, strong and fit. Yeah. What well, is that your type of dude, the Australian rugby? Yeah, it was for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Went through a phase. <laughs> What's your phase here in LA? Do you what do you um, what is your general take or your first impression of like American guys in general? Were they what you thought they were going to be? Honestly, um, since I moved here, I mean, I've been single for like six years. Um, How come? Actually, five years. Um, I think, I guess because like for the last few years, um, I've kind of been living, I've been living in Melbourne, but knowing that I wanted to move here. So I guess it's like, I didn't want to 
meet someone in Melbourne that was going to detract me from you know moving over here and I didn't want to meet someone here yet because I couldn't do long distance like Mm -hmm. I'm way too fucking crazy and insecure for that are you oh yeah with with guys oh I'm fucking crazy with men how come I don't know I'm just completely explain you mean when you get when you're in you're in oh no I just mean if I have feelings like as soon as I get anything that even slightly resembles a feeling I completely lose any ability to behave like a rational sane human (laughs) And I don't know why. I'm so. But I but own it. You, you own that. You just. I don't know. Like, give me an example. Give me an example. Um. By the way, the the, the ease and confidence with which you owned that <laughs> is I've, amazing. I've done this so many times, and I just know myself. Like, I don't know. As soon as I like, it's weird. Like, if I am. You know, only semi-interested in a guy, then I'm so chill. And I just ranted about this on Twitter the other day. So if I'm only like semi-interested in a guy, and yep. I'm like, eh, you know, he's okay. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And I'm so fucking chill, and I'm so cool. And those are the guys that end up falling so in love with me, and I'm just like, oh, go away. Like, right. oh, you're so needy, you're so clingy. But then when I like someone, I'm like. Why doesn't he like me? Why hasn't he texted me? And I'll fucking type out texts and I won't send them and I'll be like overanalyzing everything in my head and I'm like, oh my God, there's no way he'd ever like me. And I get this like really like crazy self-deprecating like, you know, I'm not good enough for him and I'm like, I just, I go fucking crazy. And do you, okay, because you're telling me this in a very lucid moment, Mm. you understand. So when you're in it, do you know I, you're doing it? Yeah, I do. I know. I And I will say that to my friends. I'll be like, I, I'm like, I like him, so I can't be fucking sane. Why can I not be sane if I like someone? Do and I'm like, maybe that's why I've been single for so long. Because the ones that fall in love with me get to see the, you know, the guys who actually see, you know, the normal, chill, yeah. confident side of me are the ones that like me. And the ones that I like just see this like really fucking crazy version of me and they're like whoa she is completely unstable <laughs> so i don't know maybe it's, this is my curse <laughs> it's uh, that's amazing that, that you've hit both ends of the spectrums like in a big extreme way mm. always been like that yeah so be, and do you when you fall do you fall quick and hard or is it like a gradual has have you ever started with a guy where you're like, oh, I kind of like him. I'm chill, chill, chill. And then he broke down the wall. I've or tried. You're, or you're all in or you're not all, right away. Yeah, I've, I've really tried with that. Like there's been a few times where, you know, a guy's been really into me and I've been like, okay, well, he's really nice and I like him as a person, but there's no spark. And I'm like, I really thrive on the spark. Like yeah. I, if I like... If I'm going to date someone, I want it to be a thing at the start where when my phone beeps, I'm like, oh, my God, I hope it's him. But, you know, a, I want... but you're a romantic. I'm not, though. And that's the thing. I'm not romantic at all. But that's romance. That is. Ro- I don't know if it's romance or infatuation. Okay. Okay. But what I would tell you, I mean, not like, see, I think it gets confused with like um, a rose means romance. Like I'm not romantic in that way. Yeah, same. Right? So I, I don't, hate flowers. I don't need I don't, that stuff. Yeah. I've always said I don't want like, I don't want like, you know, grandiose uh, romantic gest- yeah. gestures and stuff. I don't want people fucking publicly declaring their love but for do you me. like a good morning text? Yeah. See, I like that. But there's romance in that. Mm, I guess. It's a different kind. Yeah. It's, a, be- it's not that really showy. No. Yeah. I don't like showy. What that shows you is 
in a, in a very subtle way is I woke up this morning and the first thing I thought of was you. Yep. But it's in two words. Good morning. Mm-hmm. So that is romantic. It is. Right? Okay, so that's the kind that you like. Yep. The kind where you know that that other person is thinking about you. Yep. And But when I'm getting that from someone that I'm not really into, I get really annoyed. <laughs> so, <laughs> is there I'm a like, middle? Oh my god, why are you so clingy? Stop texting me. <laughs> Have you are you are you all in on somebody right now? No, not at the moment. The la- the last dude that you were all in on. <laughs> was that here? Uh, yeah, it was recent. Was it recent? Yeah. Is it still... Well, you know we what? I wouldn't even say that it was all in. I just kind of had a crush. Right. So there was someone, um, as of literally just a couple of weeks ago, that I had a crush on. Um, and so tell me, give me your your recent most th- thing that you're like, man, I fucking wish I hadn't done that. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this, this was funny, this situation. Um... God, I hope he's not watching because he'll probably know I'm talking about him. He wouldn't be watching, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. So it was this guy and we had hung out a few times um, and I I just was really crushing on him. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know him that well, but I was like, I don't know, I just felt some kind of spark there and I was really crushing on him. Um, And then maybe like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, I finally slept with him and I was like, hmm. Don't like him anymore. Uh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but he was, okay, it wasn't like, it. that sounds awful, but he was kind of a dick. In bed? No, I mean, just the oh. entire experience. Yeah, he was kind of a dick in bed as well. I was how just do you, like... How, why, because he, it was more about him? Yeah. I was just like, that was really, really underwhelming. And I was like, hmm. Do you ever build it up yeah, in your brain too much? You know what? That's what people said to me. They're like, you fucking build it up. Yeah. And he, I was like. He's going to be. I mean, if you build somebody up that much, he's got to be packing heat yeah. and he's got to be. Yeah, true. He's, you know what I mean? Like in your brain, uh, you've already built up. This is going to be the best fucking sex. Yeah, I know. I think that was probably part of the problem. Um, but no, he was also just kind of a dick. And he'd been really nice to me up until that point. But then that night, I was just kind of like, yeah, he's kind of mean. Well, that's not good. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm over that. So now I. Did he call you after the sex and you were just like, nah, that's not going to happen? You know what? We both haven't really contacted each other. It just kind of, I don't know. There was just a weird vibe. And I was kind of like, I don't really care if I don't. You know what? I remember there was, I, I met this. And by the way, you answered my next question for you. You, so you crush on dudes. Before sex, some yeah. Well, it's weird. Like to be honest, since I moved here, I really, especially lately, I don't really have sex very often. It's very, um, it's a rare thing for me to. But do you're now. you're like, all in on your on your work and your yeah, focus on that. Yeah, I just, and I've actually been wondering. Like, I had this conversation with my friend recently, who also has a very large Instagram following, and we're kind of like. What exactly are the long-term psychological um, effects of being sort of treated as badly by men online every single day as we are? I think there has to be one. There has to be some kind of long-term psychological damage. When you're constantly being called a whore and a slut every single day, I kind of feel like my interest in sex has definitely wavered. And... I'm definitely, I I pursue it a lot less than I used to. And when I was younger, I would be the kind of person that would just kind of sleep with a guy straight away. Whereas now it's very rare. Like now I'm really like, you know, I'll 
go on a couple of dates with a guy and then just be like, not into it. And then sometimes I'll like do it and then I'll be like, why did I do that? I feel gross. <laughs> like I shouldn't have done that. So I'm really just very disinterested in it. And I do think that it probably is just an effect of the constant dick pics and the constant... I mean, I can't, I can't complain about being sexualized because I absolutely put myself in a position to be right. sexualized with, you know, provocative pictures and whatever. But there's a difference. But there's a difference between that and guys being like, hey, you're hot, hey, you're sexy, like, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And the, you know, slut, whore, here's my dick, you want to suck it, fucking slut, things like that. It's like, and this is a daily thing for me. And I, I, th- I, I think there... Of course, it has to affect you. Yeah. Be- because if you get bit by if you get bit by eight pit bulls, eight days in a row. Yeah, you're gonna start to not like pit bulls. You're yeah. gonna start to go, okay, well, I don't really like them. Now. Yes. So it's like, I read the comments and it doesn't affect me individually. Like I, I get called a slut, you know, more times than I can count, and it, it, I don't even bat an eyelid. I'm just like, eh, whatever. But it's but the then I do wonder if it has built up and it's kind of made me go, I don't really want to have sex or be around men. Well, <laughs> so. I, th- I think there's got to be, it's got to be like, there's got to be like a trust thing and you have to yeah. constantly think, is this one of those dudes? Exactly. And the thing is like social media hasn't been around for long enough for anyone to have studied the long-term yeah. effects of it. This is a new thing. We're kind of the first generation of people now that social media has become such a, it's part of our lives now. And, you know, people used to say, well, the internet's not real life, but I don't think that holds any weight anymore because so much of our lives is on the internet. Well, you can say the internet's not real life, but anything anybody reads on the internet they think is real yeah exactly and And they're judging you and who you are mm -hmm. not by sitting down and having conversation with you Mm -hmm. just by what you put out there yeah absolutely okay Okay. my thing is that and i you know my daughter my daughter beautiful young lady he he did natural double d Mm -hmm. so a lot of conversations with her right and i would tell her the same thing hey People are going to look. Mm-hmm. People are going to look. Mm-hmm. Where you have to stand up for yourself is if you feel like like you're being, uh, uh, um, if, if you feel threatened, mm-hmm. if you feel, uh, listen, I, people are going to look. That does not give them a right, no matter what they're wearing, for you to say, suck my dick, mm-hmm. or for you to somehow threaten them, or they could have... They could be walking down the street just wearing pasties. A hundred percent chance you're gonna look, but that doesn't give you the right to walk up and say anything sexual to them. It's mm-hmm. two different things. So, I, I, I like I'm with you. We talked earlier. People are gonna look regardless. Mm-hmm. Men and women, by the way. Mm-hmm. Men and women. Definitely. I, if you see enormous boobs or a giant, I always look. Yes. I mean, I'm straight and I love boobs. I, by the way, we have that in common. Mm. Um, but, but my thing is that like, it doesn't mean, and that's where I think the education kind of has to come in, Mm -hmm. but what is it? Okay. And maybe it's just because it, again, social media and all that shit is so new, but I can't imagine my dad's generation doing that. Mm -mm. Do you know what I mean? I can't imagine, you know, and I, and I, my grandfather and my grandfather uh, the best way to describe him and his friends in that generation, they were fucking gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine them 
my grandfather sending a dick pic to somebody. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, I, mm-hmm. come do the Charleston with me or whatever the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> whatever, whatever they would say. Come yeah. meet me down and grab a, buy a <laughs> let's go get a nickel candy or whatever the fuck <laughs> they said, right? But, you know, they had their, <laughs> their top hat on. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine your dad or your grandfather? So what is it do you think it is about our our people like why do you think now this group is feels like it's okay for that to fucking happen because there's no repercussions it's true it's the wild west isn't it there's absolutely no repercussions like they don't there's no penalty they can do it and they can get away with it so i guess it's like you know back then you still had guys who'd flash in public Mm -hmm. this it's the same mentality and cool for me to do the helicopter with my wife Oh, absolutely. Okay, just yeah. making sure. I'm just yeah. making sure that's still in that okay. Si- yeah, in that situation, I, you, you have my full support. Okay, I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's just an extension of that. And I think guys send dick pics for a number of reasons, but I know a lot of them do it to intimidate. You know, it's, oh, Almost like a threat. Yeah, it is. And they know that it's threatening. And it's the same as a guy who exposes himself to a woman on, you know, at a bus stop or something. It's exactly the same mentality and they do it because they know that it's threatening and they they know that it's intimidating and they know that it's degrading i went to high school with a guy who had the single biggest dick i think in the history of dicks Hmm. and he didn't intimidate women with it Mm -hmm. he would only like if you were in the locker room and you were changing he would put his dick on your shoulder And you'd be like, hey, man, he'd turn around, there'd be a dick there. He'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, <laughs> or if you were in the shower, he would literally, and it would make that noise when it hit your leg. Oh and he would God. be like, bap! And you'd be like, fucking stop hitting me with your, listen, the amount of times I said, stop hitting me with your dick. <laughs> I wish I never had to say that ever in my life. But the fact that I had to say that repeatedly to this dude. But Amazing. he would, he would, uh, he tortured all of us. With that mm-hmm. fucking giant. It, when it hit your shoulder, you know the feeling when the spider hit your leg? Uh-huh. It was kind of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, that's not okay with me. I don't like that. If you could please remove your dick from like my shoulder. Frozen. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. How many tattoos do you have? Don't know. I stopped counting. What What was the first one? Uh, Chinese symbols on my butt. On your actual ass? No, it's like up here. Uh, above it. Mm. Um, and then how... Well, like where... I saw some on your calves... What's the, I know people have probably asked you this before, single most painful one? Uh, Back of the thighs. That's really shit. Yeah, like right up the top. It's real shit. Up near where the ass is? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because the skin's like like sensitive. sensitive. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, 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 The one, the ring one on the bone did not feel good. Mm -mm. No, fingers hurt, but they're quick. They are quick, but they seem to fade. They do. Mine are really fucked. I've been having, the guy was like, you're going to have to redo her name over. He also told me, don't get a tattoo of a name on your body. And I said, why? He goes, most guys who do that are doing it to save a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they come in two years later and they're like, this was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever done. And I told him, same thing I told my wife. I go, look, if your name was Eunice, I wouldn't do that because I don't think I could find another Eunice. But mm-hmm. your name's Beth. Yeah. There's a chance I could find one yes. more of you. Do you know what I mean? Out there. <laughs> yeah, plenty of Elizabeths, or maybe somebody <laughs> like, that wouldn't mind and nicknaming we're ready him. To go. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm way ahead of you. I already got the ring. Yeah. Um, so since you moved here for work, mm-hmm. better for your job 
worse for your job? Because I imagine Australia, it, I mean, it's Australia's a big place, um, but the, as far as cities-wise, big cities, it's a lot of open land in yeah, Australia, right? Yeah, that's a lot. Has it been better for you here, and why did you decide to move here? Um, I actually moved here. It was It was kind of less about work and more about the lifestyle. Really? Yeah. So I'd been coming here to visit probably four times a year for about four years before I moved here. And I already had a lot of friends here and I kind of already had a life here. Mm -hmm. Like I was, and I just, I loved it here so much. And I would find that every time I would have to leave, I would be this hysterical sobbing mess at LAX because I just didn't want to go because I felt like this is where I was meant to be. Yep. And then I'd go back to Australia and I would just work and I would save money so I could come back. And, and were you were modeling at the time? Yeah, I was modeling. I was, I've done so many different jobs, but I was doing all kinds of things in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I, um, once I started taking DJing seriously and I was kind of like, okay, well now I'm actually eligible for the visa. Um, I just decided to move over here and yeah, it was, I actually, I came over here with, um, a plan that I was going to DJ in the gay clubs. That was my original goal. And I started that and it didn't really work out. How come? Um, I used to bartend in a gay club. Yeah. So the gay clubs, I love them. And they're so like, it's like my family down in West Hollywood. Like, mm -hmm. um, and you know, I, I still go there regularly, but as a DJ, I just didn't like it. Um, I like to play shows where I play for an hour and mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, you know, the, feature and the feature entertainer and you're up on stage and everyone's there to see you and then you get to meet people afterwards yeah but when you play in a gay club you're kind of just background noise yeah like and often like the booth is hidden off in a back corner yes. and no one's really and you're an entertainer that's what you want to do yeah no one's really looking at it and usually like you would play from when the club opens to when the club closes so you're doing like a four-hour set so you don't get to get down and meet people right and um when i was you know, in Australia, merch is a really big thing with DJs. Like DJs get their logo printed on like, you know, those little silicon yeah. bracelets and stickers and stuff like that. And you go and you hand them out to people after your shows and it's really cool. Um, and no one was doing that in the gay scene. So I kind of came over here and I was like, right, well, I'm going to be the first DJ to do merch in the gay scene. Right. And I was going to get all these outfits made and I was going to try and like turn it into a real theatrical kind of show. And then once I actually started doing it, I was like, oh, I understand now why no one does merch because you don't get to meet anyone because you're up, you're stuck up there right. the whole time. And they night. don't see you. So they you can't really, really entertain. See. Yeah, it's not about entertaining. Like, you know, obviously the, the people who play there are very skilled because you do need to keep a crowd engaged for four hours, which is a completely different type of DJing to what I'm used to doing. Yeah. So the people who do that, and you know the guys who are playing in West Hollywood regularly they're very very talented because they can you know build that dance floor and they can maintain it and they can well, that, keep it there's going there's a key to that right isn't there a wave and yeah you don't want everybody on 10 all the time right yeah i mean well the thing is when i play for an hour i kind of do. do yes you know i just want to get you're not doing a lot of slow jams no i just want to <laughs> like i want to get up there and play an hour of absolute fucking bangers and like Get the crowd. Absolutely. We're not slow dancing to yeah, Ariel Speedwagon. I just want to get fucking lit for an hour, yeah. and then get down and drink with everyone, and like, and I also like getting to the club before I play and meeting people, but yeah, that just it just wasn't right for what I was trying to do, um, 
All right. And so, so and, and so when you when you stopped DJing there at the gay clubs and then you started DJing where? Um, I played my last gay club show on New Year's Day in Vegas and then I didn't do any more. Um, Who do you have an inspiration as a DJ? Do you have somebody you're like, oh, I fucking love that person? Not really. I mean, I I like a lot of them, but there's no one in particular that I've ever kind of tried to look up to. I just try to be myself. Right. Know? How would you describe yourself as an entertainer? Um, drunk. <laughs> like, that's kind of my brand. Like, <laughs> I'm always drunk, but I'm really fun. So, How did you come up with the last name? Is that your real last name, Lux? Mm-mm. How did you come up with that? Um, so when I was... You didn't want to go Laura Drunk? No, I mean, <laughs> maybe I should have. <laughs> um, when I was still living in Adelaide, which is like a smaller city in Australia. Yep. Um, so like that's back when my dad was still working in government stuff in small towns. And my real last name is relatively uncommon with the spelling that it has. Like it's, you know, it's just not... I think if you look it up in the phone directory, there's like 10 people in Adelaide. What's the last name? Seller. Two L's? E-R? A-R. A-R. Yeah. Um, so just it's with that spelling, it's um, it's relatively uncommon. Uh-huh. Um, so part of the reason that I wanted to have a fake name was because I didn't want the things that I was doing to... Yeah. Because I did a few nude magazines as well. So How did your dad do with that? Uh, they didn't really like it very much. But How they, old were you? Um, 21. What made you decide to do that? Just wanted to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. no judgment. I was just curious. Yeah. And what did your dad say? Um, they, I can't even really remember, but they really weren't happy about it. Yeah. Like yeah. they, I mean, they got over it once they realized that I was happy and I, it was leading to cool stuff and I was getting to do, you know. You know, on the show, I, I used to be on a show called Chelsea Lately and one of my jokes was, you know, I used to put my nuts on people's stuff like my buddy was eating a bagel and <laughs> and we pretended like he had to go talk to or get on a phone call and i put my nuts on his bagel and cream cheese and we filmed a meeting but so <laughs> my parents not so proud about that by the way my dad was my, i remember my dad was like hey he called me like the next day he was like oh, i watched the show last night i go oh yeah what do you think because i never watched the show so i didn't know what was airing he was like I saw you put your balls on somebody's bagel. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. He goes, are you still doing that? I go, yeah, that's like my thing. He was like, does it have to be your thing? <laughs> yeah. Can you have another thing? Yeah. Like- <laughs> there's a lot of things you can have. Why is your thing your nuts? But for whatever reason, I think nuts are gross and funny. Mm. Yeah, they are. Okay. So one of my favorite games used to be, and I did this with the guys, but this is Zach Brown Band. We were, there's a club here in town called Ledoux. Mm-hmm. So one night at Ledoux, I was walking around with the Zach Brown guys, and uh, we were in there. And I told them, I go, this town is so shallow. And they said, what do you mean? I go, this, look, this was before they had hit, before anybody knew who I was. I was like, I guarantee you I could walk around here with my nuts out for 15 minutes. And nobody will know. Because, one, women don't look at nuts in general. Yeah, no one's really looking in that direction. Right. And the only way they would look at my package is if they looked at my face first, recognized it, and been like, oh, that's Ryan Gosling. If I was Ryan Gosling, they might be like, what's Ryan Gosling packing, right? Mm -hmm. But as soon as they don't recognize my face, they're for sure not looking at my nuts. Mm -hmm. I walked around that place for 15 minutes. Wow. With my nuts out. 
talking to people, dancing. Dancing. I was dancing on <laughs> dancing with my nuts out. Nobody said a word. I sat down with people. Now, here's the thing. I thought maybe if I sat down, because if you sit down your legs, if you do this, but then you do this, mm -hmm. just the movement will get somebody to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody looked at my nuts once. I have to tell you, at first I was pretty happy, and then I was a little offended. I was like, hey, mm. my nuts are right. <laughs> like, Do you know what I mean? Give them some like, attention. A little bit of, just a little dab. Something. some love. Come on, they're <laughs> out for you guys to have some fun, or we're going to have a party. My nuts are out, and nobody's even saying, hey, your nuts are out. But yeah, it 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 it. it uh, I don't know why I was told you that story. I think we were talking about parents. Not oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, yeah. So did your did your? But they didn't make a big deal out of it. Um, not really. Your brothers, they tease you. They didn't like it because they were still in high school. And their friends watched. Like. Yeah. So for them, it was kind of like, um, especially the one that was very athletic. Um, and he was playing sports with like older people, like yeah. guys who were older than him. So, yeah. you know, they kind of gave him a lot of shit about it. So, but I mean, it was, yeah, it was an issue back then, but it's such a non-issue now. Like they just, they're Do like, they cool. come visit you here. Yeah. Um, my mom and dad were here in January. What are your brothers? They Have haven't they, come over yet. Have they ever been here? No, they haven't. Okay. I'm dying to know. So you say your brothers come, how old are they right now? Uh, 20... Uh, I don't know. In their 20s, 20s both? 20s, yeah. What, 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 what would be like, I have to fucking show them. I'm, I'm curious, like, now that you've been here for a while and you've done all the touristy stuff and the non-touristy stuff, yep. when somebody comes, what do you think? You're like, oh, or what food would you, would you get them in and out Burger? Oh, God, yeah. Like, fucking in and out yeah, Burger. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan of in and out you, He doesn't like in and out Aaron. Get out. Aaron, how can you not like in and out <laughs> It's just overrated. Oh, it's so good, though. It's so good. What burger is better than the In-N-Out burger? Five Guys. Fucking, I can name five guys who will beat you up for saying that. <laughs> fuck bring, you. Bring them on. <laughs> you know what burger I really fuck with? Huh? Astro Burger. It's right down the street. Yeah, it's Oh, it's good. so good. Yeah. Oh, I'll eat the fuck out of it. Yeah, I fuck with Astro Burger mm. heavy. I like their turkey burger, too. I haven't tried it. It's good, and I eat their ostrich burger. That's good. Hmm. Have you had an ostrich burger? I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh, it's really good. I wasn't aware that people ate ostriches. We should have gone down the street instead of... Well, this was good, mm. by the way. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. That sauce was kind of um, smoky. Yeah. No, it was good. You can't get good Mexican food where... Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. In Australia. Australia. How about, but you can get good Asian food. There's a lot of Asian people in Australia. Yeah, you know what? Asian food in Australia is so much better than here. It because they're so coming right better. from yeah I think because we're closer to Asia probably yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no Mexicans um, it's a long swim yeah the, <laughs> that's a I mean that's a long tube ride yeah, do you know what I mean it's a long way <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have to tell you when I was there I was I was the two things the uh, Chinese food was better than I'd ever had mm -hmm. but there was also something I went it was almost like a roll that had food in it like a bun with food Vietnamese. In, no, it was out of a, a food truck. Oh. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, but I, I will tell you, and we said this earlier, but I don't think we said it on on the show. I think it was pre-show. The only way, like if you, you were 100% right, good Mexican, good Chinese food, it's got to be in a place where you think there's a chance you could get diarrhea. The divier, the better. Yeah. Like the more that it looks... 
I could sketchy. get yeah, yeah. I could get e- some kind of stomach yeah. poisoning from this. Bum on roll the dice. Yeah, that's where you always get the best quality stuff from. If you walk into a Mexican place or a Chinese place and there's no Chinese people or Mexican people there, get the fuck out. Yep. Get yep. out, right? Yeah, this like Thai place that I've just found that I was talking about before. It's like it's you take like 45 minutes to get your order. They're so slow. Um, but it's so fucking worth it. If you saw a roach in there too, you wouldn't be disappointed. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> yeah. The food is so good. I'd just be like, yeah, well, maybe it came from next door. Yeah, from yeah. the from next door to that woman. Yeah, who maybe you... it came from the mini mart or the woman who tried to have sex with you. Yes, she did. Mm. Um, all right. Well, we've been here an hour and a half. I'm going to let you go. Cool. That was an hour and a half. Damn. See how fast that happens? Mm. Tell me, do you want do you want to plug anything? Hmm. You can follow me on Instagram if you want. <laughs> Tell them what it is. Um, it's Darth, Darth Lux, D-A-R-T-H-L-U-X. Thank you for giving the best American accent you could I with Darth. I have to do it. Give me, give, uh, okay. <clears throat> I'm terrible with accents. Are you any good with accents? Um, I'm not bad. Okay. You do my accent. And I will do yours. I don't know if I can do yours. Well, not mine. I don't mine. know if I can so do like a Boston accent. Give me a, give me a, <laughs> give me a Mar- American as. Um, okay. So the time that like when my American accent comes out is when I'm ordering at drive-thrus. Oh. Because if you go through a drive-thru um, and you sound Australian, you have to repeat yourself like 20 All times. Right, I'm going to be the drive-thru person. You you give me your order, okay? <laughs> okay. Welcome to In-N-Out. Can I take your order? <laughs> Uh, can I get a double double? I can't do it now because you've got. That Aaron was really like, good. Pressure. That was Aaron. How was that? Let's try again. Let's try, I won't look. Okay. I won't okay. look. I'm gonna try. Aaron, again. don't look. Okay, at as it. soon as there's pressure, I can't do it. No, no, no. But, but I do it without thinking. Nobody's looking. Okay. 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 Ready? Except the cameras. Don't worry about that. Ready? Uh, welcome to double double. Uh, welcome. To, see, I'm I'm choking now. I'm choking. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ready? Uh, welcome to Internet. Can I take your order? Uh, can I get a double-double with grilled onions and pickles, animal fries, and a Coke? That was really good. <laughs> By the way, I get extra pickles on my burger. You've got to get pickles. <sighs> the pe- At some point in my life, I have evolved from a person who would take the pickles off their burger. No, don't you dare. To a person who asks for extra pickles. It, I've evolved. Oh, Here's a couple mm. of rules I have for food. Extra pickles mm-hmm. on my burger. Mm-hmm. Rule number two. You put nuts in my brownie or my cookie, we're fucking fighting. Yep. We're yeah, fighting. I fuck with that. No, if you listen, how dare okay, you Okay, I don't mind a macadamia with nut white chocolate. with white chocolate. That's the one exception. Yep, the one exception. exception. <laughs> but if I pick up a brownie and there's nuts in there and they're not my nuts, if you know what yeah. I'm saying? If I put, if I pick up a brownie and there's some like a walnut in there, yeah, we're no. fucking there's a fight. Yeah, don't ruin a brownie with nuts. No. Mm-mm. And you know what else? You can keep your fruit out of my brownies too. I don't need. Oh a, yeah. I don't need a cherry in my fucking yeah, brownie. Fuck no. Do you need a cherry in your brownie? You know, I really hate raisins. Really, really. People think they spice it up. Strongly opposed to raisins. Anything with a raisin can fuck right off. I'll tell you that. Okay. I had coleslaw the other, and I like coleslaw. I like coleslaw. Someone, someone threw raisins in the fucking coleslaw. Nope. If you're if you're if you're so not confident in your ability to make coleslaw that you feel like you got to spice it up with a raisin, don't make the fucking coleslaw. Yeah, I know. There's coleslaw enough... is pretty fucking basic as well. Uh, well there's and two I different like, kinds. I just like you know just your regular, yeah, the meal coleslaw. Yeah, what's wrong? Why you mm. fuck with it with a raisin? Mm. There's only one food. Well, I, there's one food that I can't stand. So it doesn't matter raisin, nuts, 
if you give me a macaroni salad, that's the laziest. Hmm. Don't you dare bring a macaroni. Don't you, if we're having a party, don't you <laughs> fucking dare bring a, you bring a macaroni. Listen, everybody, you bring a fucking macaroni salad to my house, we're going to have some problems. Um, I sorry. don't mind a macaroni salad. No. Mm, okay. Do you, <laughs> sorry. Do you, do you do it with the mayonnaise or oil? The mayonnaise. Yeah. And potato salad, do you do... There's a, see. Yeah, see, America really needs to step up their potato. Oh, potato. how? What, tell me, tell me you've what. You've got to stop putting fucking egg in it. Oh, egg, I like the no, egg. No, egg does not belong in a potato salad. What? Not fucking chunks of egg. Egg's disgusting. I don't eat egg. You don't eat egg. I don't like it. I'll eat like things that have egg in it, like a cake or something. But I won't just eat an egg. I would not. Cons- if if you were going, if you were going to tell me name something with an egg in it. I wouldn't say cake because you can't taste it. Yeah, exactly. It. That's okay, what I okay. mean. That's what I mean. So something with an egg in it, like, you know, I'll eat where egg is like an ingredient in something. Right. Then it doesn't bother me. You don't eat scrambled like eggs? Oh, God, no. Something that's like primarily composed of egg, just not interesting. Do you know what I like that has some egg in it that's yeah. a little different? And Aaron, tell me if you like this. I like my tuna salad Oof. with egg in it. I don't eat tuna. Me neither. You don't eat tuna or eggs? Mm. Oh, no. I'll, I'll fuck up a breakfast burrito. I don't, you got to make an exception for that. You don't eat a breakfast burrito with mm-hmm. eggs and potatoes and some salsa? Mm-hmm. My three, okay, there's Bacon. three foods that I won't Jeez. eat. All right. Eggs. All right. Mushrooms and seafood. Oh, you know what? You and I could never go out. Mm. Shame. <laughs> because I could eat eggs forever. Huh. In a lot of different kinds. And, yeah. I, and I like it. And I like it because it I'll put it in a fried rice. Mm, yeah, I'll pick it out of a fried rice. So you do, yeah, you, do you in pad thai? Do you say pad thai no eggs mm. and huh. no shrimp? I like it with chicken. Uh, yeah, and, but no seafood, no lobster, none, no shrimp, none at all. So when you're saying none, you're saying literally don't eat any seafood. <laughs> okay, and mushrooms. Now my hate them. My brother was the same way. What about magic mushrooms? No, you don't like those either. No, I don't like them. Yeah, they scare me. I like them because they scare me. Do you know what I like about, you know what I like my drugs to do? I like my drugs to go, I'm going to push you out of this plane. There may be a parachute. There might not. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to go, okay. <laughs> That's why I didn't like Coke or, and I tried meth one time, which was terrible. I didn't like any of that because there wasn't that feeling of being, of my brain being on its own trip. Mm-hmm doesn't come with speedy stuff. Right. That's why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. That's why I like a molly or a, an ecstasy. A little bit, but I, it doesn't fuck me up enough. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I know it sounds... T- <laughs> like, I'm fucked up, but I'm not fucked up I'm enough. Fuck- I could be more fucked I up than I could be this. more fucked up right now. Yeah, I could be more fucked up than I currently am. <laughs> I, I like... That's, that's, I never like feeling that way. I like being... Like if if I'm gonna take some Molly, there's good chance I'm gonna take two at once, mm. just to kind of go. You know what? I don't ever want to say to somebody, "Is it hitting you?" It's not hitting me. Right. I want to be like, "What You're the like, fuck?" Whoa. <laughs> I gotta yeah. sit down for a second. Uh huh. That I like. Yep. Um, when you play in town, will you tell me? Yeah, of course. Really? Yeah. I would really love to come to see you. You know, do your drunk entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you can just go to the Abbey to see me do that pretty much uh, any Sunday. <laughs> like, I actually was thinking about going just with a bunch of friends, just in solidarity, and going out this weekend in West Hollywood at a gay club. Yeah, I went down to the Abbey last Sunday, and I'm really glad that I went. 
How, what was that scene like last Sunday? It was intense. Like, it was really intense. I think um, the Abbey is kind of like my second home and I know everyone there. And when I was there, it was, um, you know, everyone seemed to be in a good mood and everything, but there was just still a weird vibe. And the whole time that I was there, I just couldn't stop thinking, what if that happened here right now? Mm-hmm. And like thinking about like, just because it's this, it's the same situation. Mm-hmm. And it was just chilling to think like, to try and picture it in that exact situation, how fucking awful it would be. So it was, it was really intense being down there and you know, there was definitely a weird vibe, but I just felt like it was important to go. How many people was it packed? Oh, yeah, it was Pride Weekend, so it was like a lineup going down the entire block. Yeah, you know, uh, you can't help it but think, in just, look, I was in Ralph's, and I was like, what could happen in here? Yeah. But that's, in my brain, kind of what they want us to think. Exactly. Yeah, you know? they want us to be scared. You know, if you you can't live in fear like you can avoid bad situations where well, you can avoid high risk situations yeah. absolutely and you probably should but also i just i'm such a big believer in if something's going to happen it's going to fucking happen and mm-hmm. it sucks but if you're in that situation like bummer it's not uh, you can't I don't think you can alter your life and miss out on good experiences and live in fear because then what's even the point of living anyway? Yes. I agree with that. Like if you're choosing to live now behind closed doors, you're not living. Exactly. You know, I'd rather just go, okay, well, there's some really shitty people out there who are trying to hurt people. And if I do end up in one of, you know, a place where they're doing that, then that really sucks but i'm not gonna hide yeah you know i'm still gonna go out and have fun you should just throw those fucking spiders at people <laughs> i'll just carry a box of them <laughs> <laughs> and just be like Puh! my own brand of australian terrorism <laughs> you just put them in ceilings and watch them drop if those dro- See, that's why we don't need guns in australia we have spiders we just no guns you know, huh yeah we had one massacre in 1996 where i think it was 30 32 or 36 people got uh-huh. shot, I think. Something like that. Um, and, yeah, we said, okay, let's... No more guns. Do the police carry guns? Yeah. The, uh, the thing is, okay, you can still get guns. Like, if you have a legitimate reason to hunter? have a gun. If you're a hunter, mm-hmm. farmers have guns. But they have... You know, they have a shotgun. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a fucking automatic reloading right, shotgun. Right. It's like an old school, like cowboy shotgun yeah so you know farmers will have shotguns you need them for the snakes sometimes the guns no no one shoots snakes they move too fast nobody shoots snakes oh yeah yeah you just want to chop them in half have you ever done that to a snake i personally haven't but we always kept a shovel like like nearby would you shovel a spider You'd shovel the fuck nah, out of the spider. No, nah, I don't get close enough to him to no. shovel. I'm all about Do they the jump? Spray. Do they jump? No, nah, not those ones. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I just fucking bug spray them from a distance, and I will spray With a lighter? those motherfuckers until they are white. Yeah. Like, until that thing is like, it looks like it's in a fucking Christmas carol because it's this white festive mess on the floor. I like it. I like you. I go in on them. <laughs> I, 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 I really, by the way, I really uh, have enjoyed talking to you. I like your spirit, man. Thank you. I, I like your your uh, honest and uh, 
fearless. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> those are those are two incredible. Listen, honest and fearless are two things that will take you very far. They really will, because it, you know, I, to me, in order to succeed, you have to be not scared to fail. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's just no matter what you do. Ninety nine point nine percent of us fail on the way up, mm-hmm. and so if you, the only way to do that and continue to do it is to be fearless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And so, for you, and we'll get out of here. What's your, what's your end goal? Like, what's the dream? <laughs> People always ask me this, and I always say I'm not really a long term planner, so I don't know. I just I love that. Yeah, I don't. Um, I've never been a long term planner. I just am. Um, I just do what is fun right now. So, <laughs> I mean, you I... make a t-shirt with that, you know, too. I, I probably should come up with some kind of long-term plan, but right now I'm just having fun. Awesome. <laughs> so. um, listen, everybody, you know my website, comedianjoshwolf.com, uh, at Josh Wolf Comedy for all the uh, social media, and I just have one date coming up, Jacksonville, Florida, the rest of the stuff in Jan- in July, you can look at my website. But Jacksonville, Florida, 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Comedy Zone. Um, I'm telling you guys, right now, my comedy has never been better. I, uh, you ever play a set and you're like, oh, I fucking know. Yeah, that's the best feeling. When yeah. you come off stage and you know that you absolutely fucking slayed it. Yeah. It's like, it's such a high. Like It's a high mm. and... It all, if we go back to what I said in the beginning, it makes me so appreciative. When I walk off stage, I'm like, I wish, in, whenever that happens to me, I always in my head wish that everybody I know gets to go to work and leave work feeling that good. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're doing the right thing. When you leave work, you're like, that was yeah. fucking great. I always find like... I know I've had a really good show when I'm because I love I fucking love getting on social media when I'm drunk. Do you? Oh yeah. It's I bad. actually have noticed that. Yeah, I, I, it's, yeah. it's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I um, do something called a high walk where I tweet out and I just walk my dog around my neighborhood high. Ah, uh, yep. And just weird yeah, shit. Yeah, I I fucking love to get on social media. It's I shouldn't because every time I wake up and I'm like. Did I did I drink and tweet? Why did I do that? But anyway, when I have like a really good show, I just find like every time I'll wake up and there'll be like this drunk Facebook status where I'm just like, I love my job. I'm so happy. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's really cool that I get to get paid and travel and do something where I finish work and I'm just like, oh man, I didn't want that to be over because it was so fun. How many people leave work yeah. energized? How many people leave work going, man, can't believe it's over already. Yeah. Like how many people are sitting there like, you know, I haven't worked in, I played a show last night, um, just like a low key thing for a friend. Um, but I haven't actually worked um, in a couple of weeks now because I was on tour with Monster Energy um, for the fun. Supercross yeah. and then the Supercross season finished. So I've had a couple of weeks off and I'm sitting here like, man, I can't wait to fucking get back to work. When's your next show? Do you want to tell anybody? I play in Houston on July 16th. Where? Uh, the Gage Lounge. And then All I think right. I'm in Santa Barbara the weekend after that. Um, I... I've had a great time talking to you. Thank you for having me. It's been Th- fun. Thank you for coming on and sharing your spider story that's going <laughs> to fucking frighten me for the rest of my l- fucking life. You're going to have the worst spider nightmares tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, by the way, before we 
before we started, I put something on my Instagram. I'm dying to know how many fuck you comments I got. I sent I sent a a pic, uh, the text was somebody just sent me this dick pic. Who do I report it to? And it was just a picture of Donald Trump. Oh, fuck. So I wonder <laughs> how many should we take a bet between the three of us? How, how many, many followers do you have? How many people I have like 40,000. Okay. Yeah, that's a shitstorm. That's going to be How many? How many comments? Because, because how many people because you know mm. it's trickled out to some Trump people by now because yeah, I put it on Twitter too. Mhm. So in Twitter I got like 180,000. Mhm. So I am I I'm going to have a shitstorm, right? Yeah, it's going to be real bad. I can't wait. I posted something once for like a, a Bernie Sanders rally that my friends were hosting Yeah. And, bad i had to delete the picture after about 25 really? minutes yeah couldn't handle it well the trump people make me laugh yeah because there's no discussion it's just an argument yeah i know 100 percent somebody's gonna say something about you dirty jew fucking oh, okay i'm gonna nice. get a lot of jew stuff yeah see i just get shut the fuck up you dumb australian you don't know anything about american politics you're from australia i'm like yeah, I am from Australia, but there's this little invention called the internet yes. that allows people from different countries to share information. Yeah, <laughs> so, pretty up know, to date on what's going on. Kind of have picked up a couple of things yeah. about American politics. <laughs> yeah, and for me, whenever I put something about Trump, look, <clears throat> ISIS has been around I don't know how long. Nobody's Nobody from ISIS has ever called me a dirty Jew. Mm. Trump supporters. <laughs> I have never got more angry Jewish it's crazy. Wow. It's really crazy. But and it, well, anyways, all right. I, I could keep going. Um, all right, Aaron, anything you want to say, buddy? Uh, no, I'm good. You sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. We that's don't why, care about him. He hates wall. in and out. So. Yeah, he hates yeah. in and out. Hey, you hate in and out. He's invalidated everything. So yeah, your credibility is fucking gone. <laughs> it's gone. Your credibility is gone. You and your fucking five guys' credibility. Gone! <laughs> it's gone, Aaron! It's gone! <laughs> All right, love you guys. Later.